All right, this is Zach at FF Chalupa Batman Triple Play Fantasy Beyond the Analyst interview series. Today I'm joined by Troy King himself. How's it going, Troy? Hey, Zach, man, I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you inviting me. I'm glad we get to chop it up once again. I'm ready to get started. Uh, this is great having you on. I appreciate it. If you don't know Troy, hopefully you do. But if you don't, he is a fantasy football content creator for Yahoo Fantasy for Football Guys. He's one of the co-hosts for the Football Guys Mailback Show, and he is the tycoon of Thirsty Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Tycoon of Thirsty Thursdays. I might have to steal that from you. I, I needed some alliteration, so we, we went with tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys have not listened to any of the episodes before, please go back and listen. This is number 14, so you got 13 to listen to or watch first. But we're not talking fantasy takes today. It's the offseason. Plenty of people are talking fantasy takes, which is wonderful. We're taking a break from that. We want to get to know Troy a little bit better. We're going beyond the analysts. So with that, Troy, we're going to kick it off. Um, you've had a meteoric rise in the fantasy space. What motivated you or inspired you to start creating content? Sure. So I feel like my my journey was interesting, right? So I feel I got into the fantasy space really because of you know the pandemic. Obviously, I was at home working from home, and then I knew fancy Twitter was a like thing, but I thought it was like just for like you know like the ESPNs, the Yahoos, things like that. I noticed there's a whole subsector of all these people that were in the fantasy, so I was just kind of part of fancy Twitter. And then the Scott Fishbowl is really what like kind of took that next step. I'm like, oh, I never heard of it. I tried to get in that first year and make it the first year. But I got into the satellite networking with people again just as a fan just getting to know people and then i'm tyler from dynasty happy hour this is around this is august time now fast forwarding i was just tweeting about you know fantasy players and he was like yo do you write for anybody and i never even thought about writing or podcasting so first i was a little hesitant i actually talked to my wife and she doesn't like football or fantasy anything like that but she knows that i do so she's the one actually encouraged me to kind of take that next step. Hey, I think you'd be pretty good at it. And I'm like, oh, you let me try it. And then I started with Dynasty Happy Hour and kind of rest is history. And then I started my first podcast with John Bauer, Mitch Sorensen, and Linda G. And, you know, with Fancy Football Confidential, we did that for a little while. And then after that, just contributing to different places. And here I am today. And just, again, a lot of it had to do with just being consistent, networking with people, and just trying to be authentic, I guess. Oh, that's great. And how is it still weird for you when you see like a, and a notification on your phone and it's a blurb from you for Yahoo? Yo, it's the weird, like last year, it was definitely probably the wildest time of like my fantasy career, just like seeing it. And then like, especially when like the first article came out, when my first article came out, everyone's got the blurbs. I got so many people either DMing me or sending me screenshots, like personal friends, not just like fantasy people, but like personal friends who like play on the Yahoo app, you know, during the regular season. They're like, yo, your article is like, you know, so good. And I can't believe it. And so it was, I mean, it's, it was a surreal moment and experience, experience in all season. And then I just learned so much from just the Yahoo, you know, the managing editor and like the head of content creation and just, the other analysts, like, I feel like I definitely leveled up as an analyst after contributing with Yahoo. It was just an amazing experience. Oh, that's great. It's really cool. I, I couldn't imagine what it's like the first time it pops through. You're like, and eh, that's uh, my it name. Was, that's really it, was, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. I got my phone almost blew up that day with the notification, but it was definitely a cool experience. That's awesome. And I know you're a huge Miami Dolphins fan. So, Yo. what? <laughs> that, 
no judgment there. They've had some good teams. They've had some rough teams. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm right oh, there with you with suffering. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your favorite memory so far as a Dolphins fan? My favorite memory ever, the Tyree Hill trade. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> but, um, seriously, what made me really fun, because I was born into it, right? My whole family, Dolphins fans. But what really kind of made me really fall in love with the Dolphins was the 2008 Wildcat season with Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams how we dominated. We actually, you know, won the division, made it to the playoffs. Like it was just, again, watching our team just run the ball again with Ricky and Ronnie. It was just, it was incredible. Again, we were on like, teams just had no idea how to stop it. And it's like, not like Ronnie Brown was going to pass it, but they just had no idea what to do. I feel like every team was shook when, you know, Sperano like let out that wildcat. And that ever since then, I've been just, like, that was like 18 at the time, but that's so again. I would always watch the Dolphins because my family, but that's when I really like I feel like I became a Dolphins fan. Uh, we, we like to keep it positive, but you know, I'm gonna have to ask you then too like, what is your worst memory so far as a Dolphins? Fan? <sighs> I mean, we had a lot of worst memories, man. It's countless, but it had to be that season where we almost went winless and we only won one game. I remember the one game, I forgot the year, but I remember the play. So we were playing the Baltimore Ravens, last game of the season. And Greg Camarillo, he's an old wide receiver. I'm not sure Dolphins fan, you probably don't even remember the name, but he caught the game-winning touchdown. And that's the what saved our season from being winless. So we only won one game that year. So that entire season was awful, but that was probably the worst for me. No, that's fair. It's a, it's a rough season. Crazy to go from... An undefeated season. I mean, it's been years ago, but the undefeated team to then almost a winless team. But oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, just, there's so many ups and downs, and obviously, we've been looking for a quarterback since Dan Marino. We've gone through so many. Let's be honest, mediocre. We've had a lot of mediocrity, and I think that's the problem with the Dolphins. Been frustrating as fans. Like we are either sucky or mediocre. And hopefully, two. I'm excited about two. I'm optimistic. So hopefully, he takes that next step next year. And I hope he's our franchise quarterback for years to come. But we'll have to see how this year goes. I can relate. I mean, I grew up thanks to my my dad as a Cowboys fan, so I was a very young when they won all the Super Bowls, which is great. But I don't remember any of that. And then yeah. I basically my entire life of me being a Cowboys fan is just <laughs> them being the definition of mediocrity. So if you yeah. thought the Dolphins were mediocrity, then the Cowboys said, "Hold my beer." Now we we can definitely relate on that <laughs> for sure. So I like I said, you're the tycoon of Thirsty Thursdays. So the the people have to know. What is the genesis of Thirsty Thursday? Oh, boy. I love telling this story. So Linda Godfrey, y'all know as Lindellians on Twitter. So we've been friends for quite some time, right, since I got into the space in 2020. So 2020 is when I got into the space. I started creating content in August of 2020. And so her and I connected. We were just texting one day, and we were just talking about just a Thursday, right, because and when I hear the term thirsty, I think of, you know, wanting somebody, pursuing somebody, however you want to take it. And I know a lot of areas, Thirsty Thursday is like a drinking holiday. So I just decided to make a poll. This was in January. I think it was January 2021. I just put a poll up. All right. It's fully expecting to lose. But I was like, you know, when you think of Thirsty Thursday, when you think of the word Thirsty Thursday, or word Thirsty Thursday, what do you think of? And I think 82% of the poll said drinking. And there was like 18%. That agreed with me. So then the thing about it is like no one was surprised that the poll was heavily favored to the drinking, but everyone wanted to know about the 18%. Like what? Like, and then it was this whole thread of like 
comments of like what like who thinks it's that like why do you think of that and people just thought the concept was hilarious and that i just thought it would be ended you know i'll be done and then people just kept making jokes like oh my gosh you know sure sure really thought i meant thirsty like that and i'm like you know what let me just run with it so every thursday ever since then I just make a post or, you know, I now I have this whole thing where I say, you know, guess what day it is. And obviously everyone knows what day it is. And then I'll do some crazy, goofy Photoshop and people will comment and have a good time. It's just, it's, and again, and it's, I have adopted Thursdays and I want people in the fancy space thing of Thursday, they think of me, which is, which is nice. And, and also like, I like it too, because again, it's like not hump day. Everyone knows like Friday. So like Thursdays is like the, perfect day for me to kind of like take over and just be, be fun, you know, and something to look forward to right before the weekend. No, I, I love the post every Thursday. <laughs> I think I interact with all of them. It's a lot of fun. Oh, no, I love uh, it, man. I always appreciate it too. Yeah, no, it's great. Anything that we can do to be more positive in the space uh, anywhere, like man, why look, not? There's a lot of nonsense in the space, you know, but there's a lot of good that happens in the space too. So I just try to be ignoring the nonsense to try to have fun. And that's really what it's all about. No, and I want to give you a chance too, because I know you guys have some some Thirsty Thursday swag out there. So, what kind of stuff oh, yeah. do you have out there, and where can the people find it? Oh, sure. So, Viridian Global, you can find some Thirsty Thursday swag at Viridian Global. There's T-shirts, you got sweaters, you can have water bottles. Water bottles, my favorite, because it's Thirsty Thursday. But other T-shirts, long sleeve shirts, hoodies, all that kind of stuff. So, you check it out at Viridian Global. If you just type in Thirsty Thursday, you'll be able to find all of it. Awesome. I'll make sure we get the link link in the show and everything like that. But no, it, it's really fun product. And like I said, how can how can you not smile when you see Thirsty <laughs> Thursday? So it's awesome. Now you talked about you starting the space not that long ago, or we're talking almost two years. Um, the fantasy space continues to grow rapidly. There's a lot of voices out there, a lot of great content. I mean, people are now on on TikTok. We have discords we have all sorts of different kinds of mediums it's not just articles now it's not just a podcast so do you have any advice for maybe that someone is thinking about creating content or maybe they just got started sure i mean i feel like i could talk about this subject for a long time but one there's a couple different ways to do it right so you want to try to figure out what kind of content you want to create you also want to figure out your audience right you want to feel you don't shouldn't feel forced to do anything, right? Because there's obviously there's all these different platforms. For me personally, I like Twitter. Twitter just seems to be something that works for me. I'm, I'm on different outlets, but Twitter's my home base. And you just got to know what your audience is, right? Are you a stat guy? Are you more of a video person for your audience? Like, is it a casual audience? Is it like the hardcore, you know, dynasty player, right? So kind of figure out like who you want your audience to be, who is your audience, and the type of content that you want to create. And also you want to be consistent. Consistency is key because I feel like a lot of people, I see a lot of people that will like put out like, you know, either a tweet or one piece of content and like not do anything for like another month, right? Like if your goal is to grow in this space, then you have to be consistent. Consistent and like, again, like not just consistent with the quality of content, but the consistent in terms of how much you're putting out. Like you don't have to do an article necessarily every day, but you want to make sure you're interacting with people. And that's also something that's part of consistency. Like you want to interact with people, right? Because I see a lot of different, whether it's a fancy space, whatever, people will tweet something and then people will comment and then they'll just like mute the thread and just move on to the next tweet, right? Like I don't like to do that because if I tweet something, 
my goal is I want to connect with people and not just, you know, other content creators. I want to con- connect with the casual fan too. Like that's what it's all about, right? I'm creating content for the casual fans. So I want people to comment. I want to talk to them back. Like I want them to get to know me. I want to get to know them. So that's another thing. Like don't ever, you know, be humble, right? Be humble. Understand why you're in this space. Like if it's to make money fast, then maybe that's not for you. But if your goal is to become a better content creator and to grow and to connect with people, then those are some key pieces of advice. And then again, just continually improving your craft, right? Like, again, it's cool. Like for me and I work with football guys, I work with Yahoo, but I have a long way to go. And there's so many analysts that I believe are better than me in a bunch of different areas. But my goal is never to be the best. My goal is just to improve on my craft every single day. And I think that's also something that I would tell people, right? Don't necessarily compare yourself to other analysts. Just figure out what works for you, figure out what you want to do and make sure that you're consistent with the quality of content, make sure you're interacting with people. And I think that's the advice I normally would try to give to upcoming content creators. That's great advice. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds so simple because it really is. You just, you yeah, people, people make it more difficult. Yeah. People make, it's more like, it's not difficult. It's just how much are you, what are you willing to do? Right. The, the concept itself isn't difficult, but it's like some people get worn out or they want instant gratification. And sometimes it doesn't work like that. No, I agree. No, that's great. So that was the last of, we'll call them the, the serious questions. I got some rapid fire questions for you if you're game. Of course. All right. So you can give one word answer if you'd like, or you can give as much, whatever you need to, to feel like you, you cover the, the question. Of course. All right. So the first one. If you were a professional wrestler in the WWE, maybe AEW, what would your name and your intro song be? I mean, I thought about this. Probably something dealing with Thirsty just because, you know, maybe Thirsty Troy or something something along those lines. I thought about Thirsty Troy. My intro song, it's got, for me, one of the most hyped songs of all time. It's got to be Eye of the Tiger. I don't know if that's a cliche answer, but Eye of the Tiger will forever always get me pumped. So I'm going to say out of the time. No, that's great. I, I had a feeling you were doing with Thirsty Troy. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, that's what the people want. So you got to give them. I got to gotta stay on brand. I got to stay yeah. on brand. Absolutely. No, that's fantastic. Uh, so what two animals would you like to switch the sounds they make? An elephant and a platypus. I don't know. I, I feel like they're, they're so complete opposites to me. I think that would be funny. I mean, I've seen Phineas and Ferb, so I'm I assuming Perry. Sound, I'm, I'm assuming that's what a platypus sounds like. And if I'm assuming, yeah, exactly. if they're lying to me, then I, I can't help it. But I feel like that's, that's the sound. That's that would be I hilarious. My, that's where I got my platypus noise information too. I don't listen to platypi. I, I don't know if that's what you call them, platypi, but I don't listen to them a lot. But I'm assuming they sound pretty funny, and it would really come really funny from the elephant. So no, that, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> we. we we need someone to edit that in a video and make that happen <laughs> for us. <laughs> if you could only have one of these powers, would you rather be able to teleport or time travel? Definitely teleport. Time travel is scary to me, man. Like, this is so much unknown. You know, there's a lot of back in the day things I don't want to be a part of. So, definitely teleport. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, you can mess up too much. Too many things with uh, oh time my travel. gosh, yeah. I, I could like drop a coin and then it's like a city could blow up or something. I ain't trying to do all that, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> if you could spend a day and hang out with any celebrity, dead or alive, who would it be? This one's tough, man. I would say 
it'd be really cool to hang out with Michael Jordan, man. It, it'd be it'd be cool to hang out with Michael Jordan just because he's such a legend and just kind of just again, I know like people know a lot about him, but I think when I think of just cool and just like you know, just otherworldly, you think of Michael Jordan. So I'm gonna go ahead. That's awesome. Now I did not hang out with him whatsoever, but I was within a few feet of him uh, at my place of business, uh, oh, helping him awesome. out. So that was so that was really <laughs> cool. Uh, it was a few years ago, but that was a cool experience because, like you said, <laughs> that, that just that presence. Uh, yeah, exactly. Was something, something to be a part of. So I like that answer. And if you were entered into the World Martial Arts Tournament, which Dragon Ball Z character, not named Goku? Would you be to win it all? If it's not named Goku, I gotta go Vegeta, right? And I know there's always a debate of you know Goku Vegeta. For me, if I had to choose, I'm more of a Goku guy. But I understand Vegeta. You know he has that worth ethic, and that's the thing. He had that worth ethic. He always had to fight for what he needs, like all of his powers and stuff. So I kind of go with the Prince of All Saiyans. That's awesome. I I, I had to take Goku out because I just assume he's the the one on one. So he I had to make he's my one on one, man, and, and that's a cliche answer. But he's my one on one. I get that. I appreciate it. So that was the last of my rapid fire questions. But since I have you on here, I'm also wearing my my Orlando City jersey. I wanted to kind of really briefly talk about Scott Fishbowl Twelve, since by oh. the time this comes out, it's already been out. Um, but we're going to be part of the the Scott Fishbowl Twelve Live Orlando event Yo, this summer. So that, that's going to be. That's gonna be epic. <laughs> that's yes. gonna be that's gonna be some epic stuff, man. Cause I I mean I wasn't expecting before that it was announced and before we had like, you know, had that discussion. I wasn't even expecting that to happen, but yo, it's gonna be dope. I suggest everybody come to the Orlando one. It doesn't matter which one you go to, but I'm gonna tell you the Orlando one is gonna be special. So you wanna come out to that one. Yeah, and as we're recording this, we don't have all the details details yet from from Scott. So as those get posted, we'll be sharing them. So maybe when you're listening to this now. It's already out. We'll see. But there will be a, a Scott Fishbowl 12 live draft in Orlando. Uh, and Troy and I will be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you sign up. And so that way you have a chance to be in the Scott Fishbowl 12. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I want to make sure we, we plug that real quick. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's just, that's just I mean, that's how both of us became content creators was through Scott Fishbowl and, and all that networking. So it's a great event. It's a lot of fun. So I'm excited for it to finally be live. Man, I'm so excited. <laughs> so. Like I said, that was the last of my questions. I just want to give you a chance to kind of, again, plug where everyone can find you, all of your great stuff, and maybe anything you got going on right now. Sure. So you guys, you can find me at T King Mode pretty much on all social media platforms, Instagram. You can find on YouTube, TikTok. Well, my home base is Twitter. So if you want to see my work on a more consistent basis, home base is Twitter. So definitely follow me there. You can. I'll be having Yahoo content in season, but during the off season, I'll be contributing to football guys. So, you know, I'll be doing like Dynasty content. I have my mailbag show with Dave Kluge and Victoria Gearing. So you can that's going to be ramping back up a little bit after the draft season, the, the NFL draft. So I'm excited to do that. But, yeah, just just follow me on those different platforms. You know, hit me up, reach out to me, and I'll try to – look, if we have any questions you got, whether it's rookies, it's redraft Dynasty, I'll try to help you out as best as I can. So – and I just appreciate all the support. I appreciate you coming on, Troy, giving us your time and letting the people get to know you a little bit better, talking about Thirsty Thursdays, of course. And <laughs> so, again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when this comes out, it's going to be right before Cinco de Mayo, which is Thirsty Ooh, Thursday. Boy, that's going to be a different kind of Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> we'll see what happens then. Yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll be an epic one. You need to watch this first, 
and then get ready for <laughs> for Cinco de Mayo. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on. So this is Triple Play Fantasy. This is Beyond the Analyst Series. Make sure you download, like, subscribe, all that, so you don't miss any great content coming out. We have baseball, basketball, football content, all of it on the, on our YouTube channel, on all of our um, podcast channels, so make sure you don't miss out on that. We even have a Discord now. There's a Patreon. Don't want you to miss on all that great content. So, again, appreciate you, Troy. Thank you all for listening. Have a great one, guys.